So I want to talk a little bit about St. Lucy this morning. St. Lucy's name is mentioned in the Roman canon, the first Eucharistic prayer. So I'm going to pray that today. And um, Lucy lived along on third century, in the 200s, in Sicily. She conver was converted to Christianity and uh, wanted to uh, live her life as a consecrated virgin. And she had an arranged marriage and she said no. And she said, I don't want to be married. And, and she put it off for three years. And, uh, and finally her mom agreed that, okay, we're, we'll, we're not gonna, the family's not gonna make you go through with this. And uh, well, then the guy that she was arranged to be married was not happy. And, uh, and he basically accused her of Christianity, of not following the, 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 the Roman gods. And so she was arrested. And, uh, and, the, and the governor, I was thinking about the Roman Empire, and, and we, we can refer sometimes to the Pax Romana, the Peace of Rome, because Rome would come in and it would conquer Sicily, and it would establish a government there, and it would kind of put everything in order as long as you towed the line. But Lucy wanted to be a Christian, and so the Roman governor was going to force her into prostitution. That was going to be her sentence for refusing this, you know, Roman noble. And the story goes that she was able to get out of that, refuse that, you know, but then they killed her, you know, so that was ultimately what her, but, but before they killed her, they gouged her eyes out. Her name means light. And uh, so the light of Christ Lucy, um, Luke's light. And so persecuted for the faith. And I, I couldn't help but to think about her sentence this morning of being of forced prostitution. What do we call forced prostitution nowadays? What do we call that? We call that trafficking. And, and there's, a, there's apparently there's a real scourge of that in the world. And, and um, so we pray for the people who, who find themselves in such horrible circumstances when Jesus says, come to me, all of you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. You know, we don't need to confuse that idea of the rest that Christ gives us with, with, with an easy life. We don't need to think of the, my yoke is easy with kind of a life without burden, but it is in contrast to the yoke of sin the, so, the yoke of hopelessness, the yoke of that this world is all that there is. The yoke of Christ is this reality that, that God is, that justice is, that life is, that mercy is, right? That's, that's the yoke. Jesus has come to me. You know, the yoke of Jesus looks a lot like a cross, y'all. You know what a yoke is, right? It's the board that ties two animals together. And so our Lord says, take my yoke and, and, it, and, it, and it fits you well and I will give you rest. And so when we, when we ask, 
when we put ourselves deliberately and purposely in the yoke with Christ, he helps us persevere. Did you get the, maybe you, maybe you picked up the theme of perseverance in the first reading today. Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the eternal God, creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary. He gives strength to the fainting. He gives vigor to the weak. And so this is the Lord's yoke, giving us perseverance. And so he says, take my yoke and, and you will persevere essentially. And so Lucy persevered and uh, we honor her today. And, and uh, I'm sure those circumstances of Lucy's arrest and Lucy's forced prostitution that, uh, you know, the, the story goes that that didn't ultimately happen, but that was her sentence. That none of that was easy in the worldly sense. But at the same time, she had her hope in Christ, right? And the eternal life. And that was the yoke of Christ that we all strive to bear and live and that he gives us the power to persevere.